I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. And you are listening to the, the Reading, Reading Aloud, Aloud podcast. podcast. A podcast where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication is explored in real time by a real couple. That's us. In season two, we bring you along on our tour to keep the conversation going. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, now, now. Now, now. We're recording now, now. Now. When I said now's a good time to record, now is the time when I hit record. Got it. All right. Well, let's start with an update. Um, Thank you all for tuning in last week and for just the love and the support and the prayers and the Mm, follow-up. It means so much. Really means a lot. You know, we tearfully said we need the prayers and the love and the good vibes and the dances. And we specifically asked you all not to not to tell us you were going to think of us and then forget about us. Which I think was a bold move. I really appreciate it. I've never heard anybody make that direct of a request. You know, like, don't just tell me you're praying for me and then forget about it. Like, that was... That was a, a, a healthy call out. I appreciate like us voicing that. Well, have you ever gotten, hey, keep us in your thoughts. We've got this thing. And you say, I absolutely will. And then the next thing you know, you're not thinking about that. Oh, totally. Yeah. So I was basing that on personal, personal experience. experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the commitment that I've made in this last year, because I have a number of circle of sisters in particular, that we are always, you know, we stay in touch and we give up life updates and things like that. And there's this level of accountability and care that we're giving to each other through the pandemic in particular, since we're not seeing each other and able to hold space in person, that we've really had to find different ways to be present to each other. And so, you know, we have an altar at our house and I've lit candles for people. And I found that in my quiet times in my daily practice of lighting candles and writing people's names on candles and putting little images and and little nuggets of things like um, particular stones that are meaningful to them or, um, you know, little tiny animals or things that are representative of them, that it has given me this daily practice of thinking of people. And I've always been inspired by people who think of others and wake up in the morning and if they pray, they're praying for people or uh, they just think of others. And so I want to be that kind of person. And so I've done that this year and I've recognized that that's different than in years past. Right. That's an incredible, beautiful practice that you just described. And I think it's a model for you know, how we want to be giving that that part of sending our energy out into the world and doing it is an active practice. It's not just something that you say you do, you say you will. And and I just think, you know, I think a lot of people probably do that. I'm not going to say everybody, but I think that it was it was just a bold, I mean, based off of personal experience, but it's a bold call out because I think that Especially in that vein, people get really defensive, and it was, I think, bold of you and of us to call that out and just name it. Like, don't just do that. It sat with me for a little while. Yeah, cool. Well, glad to inspire. (laughs) Appreciate (laughs) that. So you want to give the quick update? Yeah, well, I want to thank you all, and I want to say that last week we recorded the podcast before last week's appointment, and at last week's appointment, we... um, you know, cervical length is the big determinant right now for this preterm labor. And we had some additional shortening. It wasn't significant, but it was enough and enough that it started to feel and look like we were headed in a 
to, is it millimeters or centimeters? Millimeters. Millimeter downward trend on the weekly based on where we were the five weeks prior where we were when we found out the terrible news and then where we were with um, last week. And so that was like, I guess for me, it was like, it was a relief because we were not admitted to the hospital. And at the same time, I was like, wow, we're trending down. Yeah. Um, it so felt like it's the only clock a matter of time. Ticking. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And um, we went again today. We just got home and we have had literally no change since last <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah. Literally no change. No it's change. Incredible. Holding strong. Holding strong cervix. That's right. So for those who are like really interested and are following more of this fertility component of the podcast, progesterone um, suppository is one thing that's really helping. Um, The good vibes and the prayers are absolutely helping. prayers. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because y'all are showing up and it's giving me strength. And I believe that there's, you know, there's a lot of um, meditations out there about supporting the health and wellness of your body through positive affirmation. And, um, you know, I mean, we, we, the Dr. Emoto, is it Emoto? The water study? Oh, you're right. Yeah. I have a story about him. Tell it. Um, well, Okay, well, first say the water study. Well, first. I mean, the yeah. water study is that they've basically been able to study molecular um, components of water after the water was talked to in different ways, which is incredible seeing right. as how people wouldn't normally think that water has a soul and, you know, it's not considered a living being. If anything, it's like closer to like plant mineral, you yep. know, um, and yet it changes based on how it's talked to. And that is the most, one of the most potent studies because we are made of water. Right. And, and so, yeah, the, the, this idea that like things can change based on the information you're feeding it, which I will also say includes silent self-talk, mm, which mm-hmm. is a big one. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that's good. Um, funny story about Dr. Yashoto or I think it's Emoto. Yeah. Where was Yashoto? That was from something like a book we read recently or something. Mm. Anyway, yeah, Dr. Emoto, he um Secret Life of Water. He, Dune. Dune and no, M. Yashoto is one of the JD Salinger stories. Oh my gosh. If you ever read nine stories by JD Salinger. It's taken us years. Yeah. Um back on track. Okay, so he came to uh, I went uh, to college in Asheville at UNC Asheville, and he came and spoke, and super, like, we were blown away by this study in college, right? He came and spoke at our university. We're so excited, and his presentation was really a letdown. Like, we were all into it and, like, ready to receive the knowledge. Just, like, wisdom just, like, of wisdom the world. wisdom of yeah. the world, like— the whole thing, like it was able to change the way that water molecules looked by this and all these insights. Like we felt like Ram Das was coming to speak. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was kind of the sure. feeling. And he basically just tried to sell us on his like stickers the whole time to put on our water bottles. It was oh. it was really a letdown. Like oh. it wasn't that it was just kind of a sales pitch the whole time. Oh. To, like sell these products to us so that we could enhance our water, you know, of what we were putting in the body. So, you know, that was it could have been so it could have been so amazing. Like you can change the world based on, you know, like it's like, (laughs) oh, man. Yeah. So So, but, you know, that's he was I guess he was just trying to make a living, trying to support his tour. 
make I, a living. You know, make a living, yeah, which I now understand more deeply. But <laughs> in that in that moment, you know, I, I just remember. So I've always had that. Yeah, I saw him speak, but it wasn't what I I had probably hyped it up to be. Yeah. Well, it's still an amazing, amazing, amazing study, study though. Yeah. Yeah. And that tears are different based on the emotion that the person is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that they've done the study of tears. It's like if you're crying because you're happy or sad or like deep grief. I mean, it's. Yeah. And the molecules, if you've never seen this, like they were amazing. Like the ones where there was anger and hate and war that were being communicated to it. They were sharp and jagged. And and, you know, really, they, they looked like a. Like a, a something had been thrown through a pane of glass, you know, and it had just this shattered hole. Yeah, like and really then the fractured. One, fractured. And then exactly. And then the ones that were like love and all essences compassion, of love and compassion, yeah. like towards they were these beautiful, intricate designs. Like softer? that were geometrical, softer, but like very yeah, beautiful. Ge- beautiful. Just like beautiful like imagine like a snowflake and like a shattered glass you know those would be the differences do you feel like and and this is me just trying to disprove the study but like sound has something to do with it I'm I'm sure like how sound pushes or impacts it well you know you think like um we've been trying to figure out kind of we're entering into I'll transition right here we're entering into vacation right now out of out of a busy ending of the year time of work and um, you brought up something where you felt like I had just have been like not connecting with you or kind of assuming things about the way that you were approaching it. And a lot of that deals and a lot of what I'm relating it to here is tone, you know, and tone is such an interesting thing in relationship. Like what's the tone of that you're using and just relating it here. I mean, I think sound and tone communicates so much the same word said in a different way and then there's whole languages like thai or mandarin which is all a tonal language you say the same word five different ways and it means five different things and um so i think yeah of course sound matters um as we're the sound of you know when we're talking to baby you know we're not saying love 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 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know <laughs> you're saying love you know it's just like that that mm-hmm. you know and that's that's the thing i don't know where i was going with it just kind of went on it well i was asking if you thought that i was asking specifically if you thought that the like pitch and tone impacted the way the water sh- you know this you're talking about shattered and you're talking about anger and war and i'm like Got well it. maybe the the sound traveled and pushed it Maybe so. Yeah. But the, they also, I think it was more just like images and words on oh, okay. the, on the, that's why he was trying to sell us on Wait, the stickers. Wait, it reads? Water reads? Well, I think just like. Oh, uh, that's right. The stickers the, the had the word. Vibrations of, of. The word. The words. I mean. But we gave meaning to words. Right. But everything, everything would give off an energy, energy, right? Like imagine if you're driving down the street and on the side of a building is painted love and on the other side of the building is painted hate. Maybe different plants would grow out of the cracks. Who knows? Well, the, you know, that sounds crazy, but it's actually what the study is. Right. I mean, that's actually what it says. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's interesting. And also, like, if somebody reads love, then they're, eminent, you know, they go, mm, and then they read it. And so then the energy there. I mean, we are hippies. <laughs> well, you know, what's coming up for me is like just a couple episodes ago we we kind of talked about this and and we're hearkening something that we 
were studying in church. And I'll, I'll bring up another thing that we were saying in church, which is just like this ability to be okay with the mystery, mm-hmm. to be okay to like sit in that mystery. And, you know, we're in a season of celebration for many different religions. And I think religions across the board, there is, there's, this is what we were talking about and in church. So I'm, I'm taking from that, yeah. Land of the Sky UCC right now, but like give them credit, you know, give our community credit for this. But, you know, there's a lot of the history that surrounds all of these religions. And then there's also all of the mystery that surrounds all of these stories and traditions. And can we be just settled in the mystery of that? Do we have to always live in this? This is what science says. This is what history says. Can't we, can we find comfort? Can we be comfortable? Can we learn how to breathe and exist within a mystery of something and be open to what it has to offer? And I think when you're able to do that, in my opinion, when you're able to do that in life, you're, you're able to kind of approach things just with a so much more relaxed, so much more open and receptive and your amount of experiences that you can have broadens. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, that I would 100% agree with the amount of experiences you have. I think there's a, a practice of getting comfortable. I did a solstice um, restorative yoga class online. And after doing some napping or laying, you know, it's like, what what's the mantra that you want? And I, I was saying, I had written something along the lines of like to be comfortable in the space, you know, because I, I had been worried that with, especially with this news of baby and all of that, all of what's going on is that when I went on vacation, this starting this week, taking some time off work and had all this free time that it was just going to be a little bit torturous in my mind. Like my mind was going to start to betray me and I was going to start to fantasize about worst case scenario and not having enough to do. And we don't have any friends to see because of the pandemic and we may or may not get to see our family and like, just like so much space. And I'm like, am I going to resort to watching too much TV? Not that TV's bad, but like too much, like where it stops, stops feeling good. And yeah. Bringing in the balance of all yeah, these different things. And so I was like, you know, and so I was like can I just be comfortable with the space and I think similarly it's like and then there's the darkness the early nights and all that and how we were laughing a couple of uh, episodes ago about this being Groundhog Day like we do the same thing every day and I think this time of darkness too it's like you know you can't always see what's coming you can't it's it's so significant it's like you can't always see what's coming that the solstice the darkest day of the year it's like we're we're we, we are forced to close our eyes and just imagine what life is like where there's more light, where we can actually see every little speck of dust. Yeah. And so I really appreciate this, the talking about the mystery, because it's, it's, um, to me, if we're going to make any progress with social change, with environmental change, with cha- in different, the different types of change that we need to see in this world in order for even just the basic planet to survive the next you know century couple centuries we have to believe in the mystery we have to believe that there's a another way and we are living going well based in history or based in science this 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 which i love science i i like history fine i think it's been written pro science pro science pro science pro science 
history written by a couple few people, not always accurate, but like, just because that's the way, you know, I wrote a blog about personal style. It's like the, the, I can't remember exactly what I titled it, but like the, the title was something along the lines of like the worst thing you can say in the world of style is it's the way I've always done it. Right. Like this idea that like how I, I've always worn this, but I've always dressed like this, or I've always hated my arms or I've always dyed my hair, this color. And you start to see this like staling this, like, like the evolution, the person isn't caught up to their own evolution and it's becoming stale. I love when we get to these point in conversations where all of a sudden it's like, I have multiple things in my head and I'm like, I just get so anxious to talk to you. I'm like, ooh, ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that, and that, and that. One funny thing that I'll try to say really quickly with the like staleness and you have to keep evolving and you have to stay kind of on the current edge of innovation. That is where the leaders are. That is where the people who are making a difference are, Are you know, we're on, we're staying ahead of the curve or we're staying with the curve. We've been talking about this a lot in my sports world in basketball because our Kentucky, my Kentucky basketball team is not doing well this year. I'm sorry. And I know it's pretty bad. And uh, it's like our worst start in the past hundred plus years. Oh. And one of the things that's coming up is our style of play, which uh, without getting too deep into it. Get deep, babe. We're, <laughs> we're just not evolving. Like we're not, you know, we're not recruiting the same guys that we need to be recruiting to staying on the edge and just and our coach seems to be a little stubborn about evolving and it's you know we're just not there so that's kind of how I relate to that fashion thing um the other thing that I was going to ask you in this mystery conversation how do you think our ability to exist within the mystery while holding the balance of kind of reality or science or truth not truth that's the wrong word but um just holding the balance with the mystery right how do you think that affects our relationship like does it open up possibilities in a way yeah i i think i understand so correct me if i'm wrong but you know i think science and the mystery have a lot in common you know because science it's super grounded in like fact but it's always evolving and it has to stay open to new possibilities i mean i think about the pandemic and we didn't know you know this the covid-19 hadn't happened before and we had to like figure it out and we're right. figuring it out. We're, every day there's a new understanding about what it means to get the virus, how to trans- transfer it, how to what about the vaccine. I mean, yeah. it's so leaning into the mystery because they they use, you know, some of history, but they can't use all of history because it's brand spanking new. That's a great example because I, I see it like um, being able to hold hold mystery allows you to, in a way stay grounded (laughs) it's kind of funny like stay grounded in the moment stay grounded in your values stay grounded in a relationship in each other like if i'm constantly looking at things from a hyper logical brain like this is the way the way the way and i'm not being like okay with some unknown and being able to be comfortable in that situation And then we talked about constantly creative and not being stagnant in that mystery kind of allows that. And you need that in relationship. You need to be grounded in your foundation with each other, in your love with each other, in your in what you've built together in your relationship. 
And at the same time, you need to be adapting and evolving as you as humans evolve on an individual level and as your relationship evolves, like ours is about to with this kid. And like being able to be solid in the mystery of life, in the mystery of magical possibilities and happenings like water molecules changing when a different word is written on a water bottle really opens up those possibilities like I really believe it does here I want to ask for a commitment from the both of us because here's the thing people think you know oh I'm old right so it's like you've been on this (laughs) planet this time around some like you know 50, 60, 70, 80 years, right? In the big picture, folks, like that's not that long. Not that long. 60 years is not that long. Not that long. Right? And then, but you have people who start to get to this place where like they were once experiencing wonderment and all of that. And then they start to really ground down this grounding thing, which you're, we're talking about the value of that. Right. But then they start to say, you know, sure, I believe in the mystery. Sure, there's always miracles. Sure, whatever. And a lot of this comes through like religious worlds also, right? And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But they won't actually open up to the vulnerability. They say that they're going to pray for us, but then they don't (laughs) actually do when they go home. (laughs) But they don't actually open up Uh, to the vulnerability and the the discomfort of what it takes to actually be in the mystery. Harder to break out of their comfort zone. It's Mm -hmm. so hard to be in the mystery because basically what you're saying is every single day, you don't know. Yeah. You, you feel things, you intuit things, and you feel grounded and steady in certain, like, in certain truths, but you don't know. Right. And that's so valuable. And, you know. And vulnerable. And Valuable and vulnerable. And so Mm -hmm. we're sitting here talking like experts, right? And of course, like every day it feels really good to feel like uh, to be a master of something. It feels good to, for me, it's always felt good to like study and to learn things and to start to understand, um, you know, specifically for me, like human behavior and the brain and all of that and to become a master of it. But like, I really prefer life when I don't know because it's it's really it's puts you off the hook but also like I I like that it kind of reminds me of this slogan that I think of like don't give up before the miracle like don't like and that that like you know the God and the universe and the world have plans for me beyond my wildest imagination because I get like for example the cervix it was so clear that at 19 weeks we were 2.8 by 24 weeks, we were 2.0. By 25 weeks, we were 1.8. And it was, we were like, it's, I mean, we did the math and everything. We're like, it's approximately 0.2 millimeters a week. And I was like fighting yeah. that belief. And I was like, next week, it's going to be 1.6. And then yep. it's going to be 1.4. And then basically, we're going to hit one. And you did the math too. And it was like, we were going to hit one around 30 weeks, which we were grateful for. But like, we were like, that's it. And and then look what happened. Right. Don't Steady give up before the miracle. Rock. Don't give up before the miracle. And God has plans for me beyond my wildest imagination. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's all like prescripted. I'm just saying like... Give, let the mystery be there. Like let, let them be there. Be there. Mystery be there. Yeah. And believe in the unbelievable, in the impossible. I mean, that's what Disneyland's about. Right. And it doesn't mean like, I think the older we get, the, the, you know, the harder it becomes because the more that we think we know, 
you know, the more you think you know when um, and maybe the more life experience you have, which is definitely valuable, not trying to take anything away from how valuable life experience is. But at the same time, I think sometimes for for some of us, like life experience then breeds a lack of connection with the mystery because they feel like they've seen that, you know, oh, I've I've seen that or, or life kind of beats them down in a way like, you know, you, str- you know, you struggle. Or they and- believe in a mystery, but they but again, it's within the confines of, of what they believe. That's a better describing it. Yeah. Because again, they're like, you know, you hear people say like there are miracles, but it's still within some confines. Can I tell you an interesting pregnancy symptom? Yeah. Although and, and then follow up with you wanted us to make a commitment, but then we got it off on. Thing, then we would you? stay open to the mystery got it okay that Committed. we that we try to like yeah. try yeah okay got you it know, try yeah. not to become know-it-alls i just i had forgotten the connection there and anyway so yes well let's pregnancy. deep let's deepen the commitment real quick before we do the one pregnancy symptom and then close out what what is one thing that you feel like you like just try to take a quick inventory that you feel like you don't um you you think you know <laughs> Um, (laughs) okay. That's a hard, it's kind of a hard question off the top of the head, but I'll say, I think I know how to, um, make somebody laugh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I know how to be funny. And what would it look like to be open to the mystery of that? Open to the mystery of that. Um, Ooh, I needed prep time. These are, these are hard questions. What does it feel like to be open to the mystery of being able to make somebody laugh? I guess, I guess it could go both ways. Well, on one side, it could be open to the to the sense of m- my ability to create humor in the world has incredible possibility of creating positive change. On the other side, I'm always and especially this is well aware as um, a man, as a straight white man to recognize, especially as I get older, that my humor is always not like appropriate or or what other people I think that should find wait that yeah, other yeah, people yeah. should think that it should be funny. Right. right? So I'm also open to th- like open to that mystery that like I don't actually know what's funny to people without shutting down your right. desire. Well, for that's why that... I said both ways, you know, well, well, yeah. well, well, well but that's so but that's what I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. I'm and I'm just adding like yeah. you know I would never want you to kind of tap out and be like uh, my sense of humor is outdated or it's you know out the gender you know because of my gender because of this that or the other my age like I'm no longer relevant or funny. I would never want you to think it. I would love for it to just keep evolving into the mystery. Right. And and my humor can kind of continually evolve. That's where the evolution comes into play, right? And being open to that mystery on either end, knowing when my humor can support and knowing to the degree that it can support and change, like allows me to evolve and then potentially allows me to like hold that balance and not shut down and not go overboard and be able to create, you know, that middle path. Yeah. My, mine yeah, is, what are you? Yeah. Of? Well, mine is that, you know, and I, it's something I've actually worked on for a long time, but I'll continue to work on it. You know, think, thinking that I know what other people are thinking or feeling or what it means when they act or say a certain thing. And I really just, you know, that kind of, that comes from my training as a therapist and just my kind of deep 
long time attention to relationships and communication and all that. Um, and I do think I'm a good communicator, but like, I, I really want to get over that. Yeah. And what does it mean to be open to the mystery? That I just, you know, it, there's so many more options out there than what, you know, goes through my head. Cause it's usually like, well, they're either this or this, or they're thinking this or this, or they're feeling this or this, or something's going on. Or that looks like the last time they did that when they said that they were feeling this. And so that's this, you know, this kind of like, it's like, I don't know what they're feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So funny, two funny pregnancy symptoms. One is my right rib hurts a lot, which is might not sound like a funny pregnancy sy- symptom, but nothing's there. It's not where my stomach, I'm so confused because my stomach is over towards the left and I just don't understand why my right rib hurts so much. Ask the baby. I'm sure it has something to do Second with it. Second pregnancy symptom is every night I have lots of dreams. I sometimes remember them, but there's just tons of dreaming happening. And then at some point in the day, usually after 4 or 5 p.m., Uh I get a very quick, like, I'm talking three seconds, flashback of the whole night of dreams. It was happening every night as I laid down to go to bed. Uh I would lay down and I would just get this, like, whoosh and I'd be like oh yeah all those dreams and never could I hold one long enough to like actually remember it but I would just like a roller coaster passing by yeah and I would just feel them all and it would take me back to the night and then it just happened while we were recording the podcast oh wow that's so cool it's interesting so cool um well we'd love to hear your thoughts on the mystery on all the things that we talked about today, any funny pregnancy symptoms that you had when you were pregnant or the guys you had to do when you were pregnant, uh, you can always reach us at readingaloudlove at gmail.com. We'd love to give you a shout out on the podcast if you reach out. And again, we do have social media at Reading Aloud Podcast on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Thanks. And Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Hope your celebrations are peaceful. Loving and hopeful. Mm. Blessed. (laughs) Blessed. Love you. Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.